Welcome back, guys, to the Four Quick Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you guys are doing really, really well today. So this is actually being recorded at about at about 8:50 CST on a Saturday morning. So hopefully you guys have a great, great weekend. Um, but yeah. So what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Don't forget to make sure to uh, rate the podcast on both Google and Apple Podcasts. Again, I do not know what it's like on Google Podcasts, but on Apple Podcasts, you search up the my my the show, Focus the Sports Show. Uh, click on it, and then it just recently got an update not too long ago where you have to scroll all the way down. Now it's on the very very bottom. And then you, it gives you a like rating system that you have to, I don't know if you have to sign into Apple ID or anything. But anyway, that and also just make sure to uh, let me know how well the episode is. Let me know if you guys would like to see anything, you know, anything different or anything said more or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, so this probably won't be that long of an episode. Uh, I have no idea how long it'll be, but hopefully you guys still enjoy it. Nonetheless, and uh, yes, let's get right into this episode. First thing here is now, okay, I know that the last time I ever talked about Allen Robinson was months ago, and I remember the last time I said that I don't know, that it's going to be kind of hard to tell. You know, as the last time we talked about a couple months ago was about his contract, and I, I remember specifically saying around that time, "Look, I don't know." At this point, I said at that time, I said, "I don't know." At this point, you know, with Allen Robinson, is he going to? Is it you know? Is he gonna still be a bear? Is he still gonna be on the team next season? You know, after this follow, after this upcoming year, is he going to be gone next offseason? And I remember saying at the time, it's too early to tell. I have no idea. I look, man. I, I think I think we've gotten to a point now. I think it's kind of. I, I'm going to go ahead and make a hot take. Allen Robinson will not be with the Bears next season. Look, man. He he's even said. I remember talking about it the last time. You know, that he was unhappy, that he wasn't very satisfied with the outcome, and that he essentially wasn't very happy with that they didn't get a deal done, and who wouldn't be, you know, you put your, whatever, you put your entire, um, you put your entire heart and soul into a franchise that doesn't really seem to be giving it to you back, and from that point to now, they still haven't gotten anything done. They're still not even close. And next in next week is the trade deadline or the extension deadline, excuse me. And uh, yeah, so the title here, Allen Robinson extension with the Bears is to be unlikely ahead of next week's deadline. So I honestly think he's gone. I think that if they honestly, if he was a top priority for that team, he would have been, you know, he would have been. He would have been inked up. He would have been a uh, new deal. Would have been inked a while back. I, I this this shows me that they don't have him as a top priority at all. 
And I would under completely understand why Allen Robinson would be hurt by this. You know, he puts his think about it. You're with the team and you put your entire heart and soul, you know, you're being essentially looked at as a franchise player with how long you've been on a team. And with how much of a difference you make for a team, at least that's how I would categorize it. Just to not be eventually at a certain point not to be seen as a top priority. I would want to be done with that team, and I would want to, and I would want to circle on my calendar, on a new team when I face the Bears to go off on the Bears. Look, that's that's exactly what I would do. I, I don't. This exactly just shows me that he's not top priority though, and I. I Again, hot take. I don't think he's going to be there next year. I really think he'll be. I, I think that this will be his last season. He's just that type of player not to hold a grudge like that to just hold out. You know, he, he's going to he's going to play. But uh, it says here that you have players who have received a franchise tag have until 4 p.m. next Thursday, July 15th to sign a long-term extension. So even if you sign a franchise tag, you still have until next Thursday, which is, well, another less than a week away. But, uh, yeah, so the players who have not signed long-term deals but have signed franchise tags this earlier this offseason have until next Thursday, July 15th, to get a multi-year contract done. Otherwise, they'll play 21 on the one-year tender that they originally signed. So guys like J.C. Jackson could, you know, still has an opportunity to get signed larger. But yeah, so the two whiteouts on the list who are at least known the most, Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin, don't appear to be getting close closer to getting deals done, according to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network. Tempo Serhas reported on Thursday on NFL Network's Total Access that the Bears and Allen Robinson have had have had quote no substan no substantive 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 talks. I don't know why it was hard for me to say that, <laughs> but anyway, so. They haven't had any substantive talks in months, and again, it's it, it, and that would, uh, that would actually, that would actually sound about right because it's been a couple months since the last time we talked about it. What I mean by a couple months is probably probably closer to three to four months, and it even says here they haven't had talks in, in months, and yeah, uh, that was the last time I ever talked about Adam Robinson. You know, it's been since the first time that it was brought up, like four months ago, that his contract was brought up. This is probably it's probably been since then that this happened. You know, this is the first time since then, and I haven't heard anything about it since. This is the first time since then. But uh, yeah, so in months, about a long-term deal that would keep the club's most important pass catcher in the Windy City beyond next year. Those discussions happened right after the season and haven't progressed since. In that, again, equals up. That's been since the last time I talked about it, even. And this is what Tom Pelissero had to say on it by saying, quote, at this point, it seems unlikely a long-term deal will get done, end quote. And I don't disagree with him either. I think that at this point, it seems not just this season, but again, I think he's gone next year. I, I think that this, again, I think that this proves that 
the Bears don't see Allen Robinson as a top priority on this team to get a deal done with. I think that they don't look at him as – I think they're making a big mistake on it. Again, I, I, or not again, but look, Allen Robinson isn't going to be – he isn't going to be a player. He, he's a little bit of a Julian Edelman. He isn't going to wow you every single game. He'll maybe – he'll probably get about – well, in his prime, he'll probably get about 10 catches. 10, 15 catches a game. And he may not wow you with those catches, but you could see him make the difference on the field. You can see him be the reason why the team, you know, is getting a boost on offense. And that's because of that player giving off, feeding off that that crazy energy and that that wild energy and making the team, you know, get a bigger boost. Guys like that are the guys that boost your offense, and I see that completely in Allen Robinson. Again, I see him as a Julian Edelman. He isn't going to wow you every night, but you could tell that he's there. You could tell that he's on the field. He just isn't always going to wow you. And he'll make wow you moments, but he isn't going to, like, he isn't going to wow you every night, but you'll know that he's there on the field. And... You know, and when you know, and if your team is down and you're trying to rally back, Allen Robinson's that type of player. Well, he'll make a crazy catch, or make a, a, a like, and he'll make a, a, a clutch play. And he he'll be the guy to boost your offense and make you guys more awake. And um, but yeah, I kind of just wanted to get that you know, kind of get that said and kind of get that to be known. But as I continue in this article here. Yeah, and I don't blame Allen Robinson either. Wanting to be played, like wanting to be paid like a top receiver that he has become, carried the Bears' offense the past two years, playing, playing with sixty-six quarterbacks, to missing out on a massive payday before becoming a free agent due to an ACL tear. Wants to be destined to hit is destined to hit the open market next year. He could finally cash in. Robinson is due $17.98 million on the franchise tag. And like I said, this point in time, after this upcoming year, he plays with the Bears. It makes perfect sense. He has, he has every single reason to leave the Bears, and that's why I think that this is a good time for him to do it. Again, I'm sticking with it. Al Robinson, he will be gone. He doesn't want to deal with the Bears anymore. He's, but he's also not the type of player to be a little pansy and opt out, you know, and and hold out of the season. He's gonna he's gonna play. He loves football. He's gonna play. Um, he's essentially doing it for free at this point, but he's not getting paid like he wants. And I really don't blame him. So I think that any team that gets him, it's gonna be they're you know they're gonna have a hell of a player. But as for Godwin, because we also talked about Chris Godwin, who also got franchise tagged earlier this offseason, Pelosero has then noted that there is, quote, nothing imminent that on that front, end quote, as far as getting Chris Godwin a deal within the next week-ish, kind of. But yeah, so with that deadline looming, the Bucks have managed to keep that core together from the Super Bowl run that they had, which is honestly pretty impressive. New England's come close, but they they ended up losing guys. 
But Bill Belichick doesn't really care about keeping a team together. He, you know, he understands that people are going to leave. But Godwin, a still up and rising talent that the Bucks would like to keep long term. I'm sure that they will. I'm not really worried about Chris Godwin. I think that, you know, just their whole goal was to try and keep the entire core together versus getting new players. I mean, they got a couple new guys. But, um, yeah, that was definitely their goal. So I think that it just got to a point that when it came to certain things about Chris Godwin, they didn't really have the money because they wanted, they wanted to make sure they got their team together. I think next – I think, uh, you know, the last opportunity they have just before the new season switches, I think that they will get them a new, a new contract done. So just before – about April, April, mm-mm. maybe sometime in February, I think they might get him a deal. February, March. Or not February, maybe March something. I don't know, it's kind of really tall, but anyway. So... But, yeah, so wants to keep him long-term. He's a player that they'd like to keep long-term, but obviously he is on a franchise tag, so right now it's not locked in. But can't look down. Cannot lock down Godwin next week. He'd still have time before free agency if he hits next, when he hits when he hits it next offseason to get a contract done with the whiteout. Do 15.983, $983 million on the franchise tag. In addition to Robinson and Godwin safety, Marcus May safety, Marcus Williams, guard Brandon Sheriff, offensive tackle Taylor Moten, and offensive tackle Cam Robinson are also currently save, uh, slated to play on the tag. All seven of the franchise tag players signed their tenders, so regardless of whether or not long-term deals get done, by the July 15th, they'll at least play one more year Excuse me, on the teams that they're already on. And uh, so there's that. And the next thing we'll talk about here is Stefan Gilmore on his contract situation by saying, quote, I just want what I'm worth, end quote. And so I think that one of the one of the main reasons why I brought this up and don't take this as, oh, it's definitely happening or whatever. But I heard something a couple days ago. I don't know if it's correct or not. I don't know how accurate it is. I just wanted to get it out there. That Stefan Gilmore reportedly, or that not even reportedly, Stefan Gilmore, I guess, was like potentially, you know, that there's been some potential talks between New England and Stefan about getting a deal done. And that one could potentially come up soon. Don't quote me on that. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it for what it is. It's not even... I don't even know if it's a rumor at this point. It's just something that I heard. How accurate it is, again, I do not know. Don't sit here and say it's going to happen. I don't know. That's just what I heard. But yeah, so Stefan Gilmore, who is... Arguably one of the one of the very, very best cornerbacks in this league is wanting a new contract, and I don't blame him. He's gonna potentially get paid 
seven million. He's slated to earn seven million as a base salary in twenty one, as a top corner in the NFL. I do not blame him at all if he were to leave, or if he just doesn't get you know, or if he just wants to be traded. If you're if you're looked at by pretty much damn near everyone as a top corner in the league, you do not want to get paid seven million. You deserve to get paid. 20, 30 million, maybe 15, 20, 25 million. But yeah, so Stefan Gilmore making it abundantly clear this offseason that he definitely wants to get, you know, wants to get paid. And he's, you know, he's not, he's not getting paid like that. And then he actually held out of mandatory minicamp from New England. But yeah, so the defensive. 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, Stefan Gilmore, slated to earn $7 million as a base center in 21 after the Pats moved up to after the Pats moved up $4.5 million last year in salary cap. That salary currently places Gilmore on the 24th paid among corners per over the cap. If you guys also, by the way, if you guys also ever want to see cap space, in-depth stuff like that, go to overthecap.com. They are a great website. They break it down relative. It looks complicated, but it's actually a relatively easy breakdown. And trust me, if I can break something down on there, you can break something down on there. So again, just go to overthecap.com if you ever want to see in-depth statistics or anything like that. Overthecap.com, great site. But yeah, so Stefan Gilmore reportedly told reporter Jazina. Anderson on Friday, he wants a pay bump in line with the rest of the top five corners in the game. Yeah, if a top five corner is getting paid better than the number one corner in the league, that's a problem. It really is a problem. But, uh, you know, the one thing I worry about with Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick isn't just going to pay you all because you think you deserve it. He's going to pay you based on what's best for the team what he thinks is a good move. So he, he ain't just going to do it out of, oh, well, this player is this. He Bill Belichick just isn't going to pay you all because you're a number one receiver or number one corner. He doesn't give a damn. He, he, he's going to make the decision based on what's best, based on what he thinks is best for the team and what and what would be the best move for the team. So don't don't think he's just going to do it because of that. So that's the one thing I worry about here. I would like to keep Gilmore, but Bill Belichick is known to leave a certain player behind, like players behind, after they've been on a team, after they've been on his team for so long, just to kind of go younger, and to kind of prepare so that way they don't end up screwing themselves. But uh, yeah, so continuing this article, this is what Gilmore had to say: "Quote: I just want what I'm worth. However, that plays out. Every player should be paid what they're worth. That's just how it is." And I completely agree with them. His base is way, way, way too low. Seven million to be looked at as a top corner again. I think he should be getting paid 15, 20, maybe 25 million. Maybe even more, depending on what he thinks he's worth. But yeah, so Gilmore's cap figure the season highest at his position, whereas the Pats moved up money last year at the corner entering the final year of his deal. A signed option this time around. Only a new contract or extension will appease the 30-year-old Gilmore. Added that he's not looking for a trade out of New England either. This is what he also had to say on that. Quote, hopefully we can find some common ground and get it situated. I just know what I bring to the table and my style of play right now. I'm just trying to focus on myself 
and make sure I'm good mentally and physically. End quote. And I'm, and I'm happy with the approach he's taking here. As a Patriot fan, I am happy to see him take this approach. I'm happy that even though he's pissed off, I do not blame him. That he's still not looking to get traded out of New England. And this, and this like, honestly, if there's always the light at the end of a tunnel when it comes to a situation like this, there's always some sort of positive to take out of it. I would say the positive you could take out of this is he doesn't want to get traded out of New England, which what, what would be the positive there? He doesn't want to get traded out. It, it, it almost kind of shows to me that he doesn't even want to leave New England. He just wants to get paid like he should. You know, this almost shows me that he doesn't want to leave New England. He just wants to get paid better. You know, that he is not looking to leave teams. This That's the positive I'm taking out of it. I don't know if, you know, I, I just think it's, I just think that's the positive that he's, that he's not even looking to get traded. He doesn't want to leave teams. He just wants to get, he just wants to get treated better as far as contract goes. Because he knows what he can bring. But yeah, so Gilmore had originally signed a $65 million contract five-year in New England in 2017, since surpassed as the highest paid at his position, also outplayed that contract, becoming a centerpiece of Bill Belichick's defense. Gilmore shines in one-on-one matchups and can lock down an opponent's number one receiver, allowing Belichick to roll coverages elsewhere. Pat's defense would look a whole keep different without the star corner on the field. It'll look a hell of a lot different if you don't see Stefan out there. But so underwent offseason surgery to fix a partially torn quad after playing in just 11 games last year, told Anderson that his rehab is going well, but he's unsure if he'll be able to be, to be ready for training camp later this month. And I don't know if that's something that Bill Belichick is looking at as far as signing him goes. I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to sign him and end up kind of somewhat screwing himself over. So that could potentially be it. Maybe he'll he's gonna have to make a a, a deal, you know, something quickly though, because it's coming up. And this is what Stefan also had to say on his rehab by saying, "quote I feel stronger than I've ever felt since less since the surgery. I've been running a lot, building building full speed. We'll see if I'm ready for camp. I if I need to be." But I also don't want to push it. End quote. Yeah, so like you want to be ready, but you also don't want to push it. So if it doesn't get there, it's it is what it is. You know. Destiny will take its course on that, and you know, whatever happens, happens. But next thing here is Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark likely to see prison time as he was charged with a felony of possession of assault weapons. So I talked about this, I believe, in my last episode or one before that. I'm not really – I don't really remember. But talking about it here again, defensive end Frank Clark charged Friday with felony of possession of an assault weapon. L.A. County District Attorney's Office spokesperson Greg Risling confirmed to NFL.com. It is stemming off from a March arrest in West Carson, California, he and another man were detained by California Highway Patrol after there were two loaded art firearms discovered in a bag by the sheriff in the back seat of his vehicle following a routine traffic stop, which then turned into something far worse. His arraignment is set for July 14th. In a separate incident, Clark was arrested in June for felony possession of a concealed firearm. 
is scheduled to appear in court regarding this arrest on October 18th. The Chiefs would decline to make a statement on the matter. He will most likely be off the team, depending on how serious this ends up. Oh, it is serious, but depending on how deep this ends up getting, probably somewhere around October. The very last thing here is Larry Fitzgerald on if he'll come back for his 18th year. He said, quote, I haven't decided anything, end quote. And so one of the biggest things I wanted to add when it came to this is you've got to think that he's at least somewhat thinking about retiring. He doesn't, you don't go this long. You know, we started talking about, is he going to come back, you know, since, you know, since the season ended, which would have been February, it's now July. You've got to think that from then to now, if there's been no, if there's literally been no talks, it's been so quiet. You've got to somewhat think he's thinking about retirement. Look, he's just, he'd be, if he does play, he'd be coming off, you know, he'd be, he'd be coming back from a season ago where he got injured. And you see how long it took for him to recover. Injuries like that start to, you know, when you get older, injuries like that really make you kind of start questioning why you're even playing. And, you know, the, the, it's so discouraging when you don't really come back from an injury as well as fast and you kind of just, it kind of starts to take the fun out of it. And so you've got to think that he hasn't, it's safe to say that he has probably thought about retirement already. I, th I think he definitely has, but yeah, so a question that has lingered this entire off season, one of the bigger questions is, is Larry Fitzgerald quitting retiring football? And that's been on Cardinals fan mind. That's been on the minds of Cardinals fans ever since the conclusion of the 2020 campaign back in February. It's been on most people's radar since the offseason began. 37 years old, Larry Fitzgerald, at the center of attention, coming after an injury, addressed the matter on Friday. Those hoping for more clarity may not be entirely satisfied with the future Hall of Famers update by saying, "quote I haven't decided anything." Training camp starts in a few weeks. I'm excited. It's going to be another great year for the NFL. End quote. Nothing about him. Nothing about him. But has been a Cardinals player ever since being drafted there in 2004. Literally just one team. So no unrestricted. Currently cites as an unrestricted free agent, meaning he has the ability to sign with any team he chooses. Of course, retirement is always another option as well, which I'm sure he has been considering. We'll continue to wait up until free agency pool until the right opportunity comes along or ultimately decides he'd rather hang up the cleats. Even if he doesn't come back, he's, hell of a, he's had a hell of a career. Really, really has. But anyway, guys, that is actually going to do it for today's episode of the Fort Quiblet Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for the support as well. It has been insane. Make sure to check out the um, the blog, though. I will be posting on there as well with the episode. I, I will also have it done in the description. But anyway, guys, don't forget to make sure to rate the podcast, both Google and Apple Podcasts, as well as letting me know how well the episode was, what you guys like to see different, what we guys like to see more of, all that kind of good stuff. But anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for being here again, and have a great rest of your Saturday, a great rest of your weekend as well. I will talk to you guys again on Monday, hopefully. See you guys.